found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Right, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome in. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Conant and myself with you for the next couple of hours as we talk uh, sports with you. A busy program coming up uh, planned today. The Capman is our first guest on the Dr. Stephen Fuller and Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. A couple of locations, 2822 East 29th Street, Des Moines, 410 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. If you've just moved to a different part of town and you don't want to drive all the way across, Town, or if you just moved to Altoona or the eastern east side of Des Moines, uh, looking for a new dentist, Dr. Stephen Fuller, Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. Cappy is brought to us by our friends at heartlandflags.com. Any sport, any flag, check them out. It's, it's more than just sports. I could spend the next 10 minutes talking about Heartland Flags and everything that they have to offer, but instead of me doing that, I encourage you to go to heartlandflags.com and see for yourself. Cappy, 1225, we'll talk about the Cubs' win last night, talk about the Bears' loss again. Sorry, Trent, but one more t- <laughs> one more hit on that, uh, and look ahead to a, a pivotal game in this three-game series that is now tied one apiece between the Brewers and the Cubs. You and I, the Panthers, they play here year-round. Football, men's basketball, and the voice of said Panthers, Gary Rima, going to slide on in here to get the UNI perspective on Saturday night. You can hear Gary's broadcast, the Panther broadcast, right here on 1700 as they take on the Hawks at Kinnick Stadium. What time will that pregame start? Is it an hour for football? Yeah, I think 530. I think it is too. Yeah. So 530 game course, 630. Uh, Gary Rimas joins us at about 12.45. Bill Benner from the Sporting News will talk college football at about 1.10. And then John Miller rounds out the show, HawkeyeNation.com. We'll look back to Cyhawk and ahead. I'm going to try and keep it to the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Trends, it's it's impossible. And I'm, I, this isn't, um, it's no offense to you and I. No, no. It's what lies ahead, potentially. It's a one-game season for Iowa. Is it crazy to say that on the 12th of September? No, because I think it's that simple. I think you're right. It comes down to that. And Iowa can go on and have a nice year if they lose to Wisconsin. And they can play in a nice bowl game. but mm. On the West Coast, in all probability, because every th- – I mean, I look at bowl pro- pro- projections this time of year are goofy, right? <laughs> <laughs> Especially the ones that come out before they even play a game. But they want to send Iowa to California in the worst way, either Holiday Bowl or – What's it's no longer the Foster Farms, the one in San Francisco, the one in San Francisco, right? Um, but yeah, Trent, I I can't disagree with you, especially the way the season is starting. They will be three and zero, colliding with Wisconsin and what we've seen out of Northwestern. The win over Purdue doesn't look as shiny as I thought mm-hmm. that it did, because Purdue comes back and gets picked off. Um, Look, the injuries in the backfield of Minnesota are taking their toll, both preseason and now this last one from this last week with Smith going down. That's a blow. Um, Nebraska, Adrian Martinez, he hasn't practiced all week. And who knows what he's going to be by the end of November. Great, because they are, if last week is any indication, the game against Colorado, and like Iowa State, that's all we have to go by mm-hmm. because they got postponed in week number one. They're going to use him to run the ball, and he's going to take some shots. And against a Pac-12 defense in Colorado, he um, they, they added up. The blow started to add up, and as we saw the knee get hurt. So you just wonder there. Um, yes, it, it looks like it's the game of the year in the Big Ten West. 
And we're already calling that on September the 12th. Night game. Wisconsin has had Iowa's number. We know mm-hmm. about the offensive deficiencies last year. But even going back when they got him in 2015, that was a 10-6 game. that C.J. Beathard didn't even throw for 100 yards. It was a big play on the goal line. Mm-hmm. Nate Meyer pushing Stave back and, and making him fumble. I guess you can give a little credit to the defense there. But, I mean, it was, it was a fumbled exchange on the goal line, and, and Iowa snuck out of there with a the victory. Outside of that, Iowa's not been able to figure out the 3-4 defense of, of Wisconsin. And it's not the linebackers that are going through there. A big part of it is what they do in the interior and what they do with their defensive ends and the way, all right, zone blocking scheme going one way, we're going that way too. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to figure out more. They're going to have to figure out a way to at least have some semblance of a running game. Last year, they got a little too cute at times on third downs, and they had a couple third and short, and they're throwing the ball, and Stanley was bad in that football game. He was one so of the— So do you, do you think that they outthought themselves, or they tried to complicate maybe. things too much? A little maybe? cute. A little yeah. cute at times. Uh-huh. This is going to be a power football game, but they have to score. You can't expect another 10-6 win. No, but what can you expect? Because that Iowa defense, I mean, it's two weeks into the season. You get them 20, you're going to win the game. If you get to, So if Iowa scores 20, they will beat Wisconsin. 2017. Not crazy. Yeah, after what we saw last week. 18-17. Yeah. Six field goals. Right. I mean, Wisconsin's bringing a running back. Yes. We thought Iowa State was uh, bringing right. a running back last week, and Dave Montgomery's a really good player. Yes. John Taylor's a really good player. Offensive line, completely different, though. That's Wisconsin a great point. Iowa. Wisconsin's bringing an offensive line. Yes. Iowa State does not have one at this point, and whether they are able to um, you know, to, to build that unit up as the season goes on, that's what they said yesterday during the press conference. It was all positive, that it's still a work in progress. Um, can they? I sure hope they can, because it's a glaring weakness right now. And speaking of us looking ahead past you and I this week for Iowa, you couple that with, not hearing the same kind of bravado that normally you see from you and I. Mark Farley in the past has talked about we go up there, go down there, and we expect to win. Mm-hmm. This time he's calling this the best Iowa team that he's seen on film, and, and obviously it's that defense that, that he's and making And they've only played claims. once too, Trent. Right, right. They, they played Montana, week. and they were off last week, and they got a quarterback conundrum. Well, we'll, right. we'll uh, get into that with uh, Gary Rima. Um, yeah, I, it's a great point because the, the bravado doesn't seem to be Mm-mm. there this year, does it? No, I, and uh-huh. I wonder what it is now. Is it laying in the weeds a little bit? Eh, I, I guess you could play that, but it does seem the conversation coming from Cedar Falls is a lot different than these past years where mm-hmm. you and I have been right there. You know? mm-hmm. The David Johnson game where he went off was a 31-23 was a final there. They had the two-block field goal game. It just... They've been in those games. I don't know. It, it seems like there's concerns up there. And, and I'm excited to talk to Rima because I don't know if he's going to come out and say it. It seems like there's some rumblings on Farley, too. If it's kind really? of reached the end of the road, I know attendance has been trickling down the last few years. You look at the success, not just of North Dakota State, which has taken it to another level, but South Dakota State. Illinois State played for a national championship a couple years ago. Other programs in the Missouri Valley Football Conference that are going up there and and if there's a possibility maybe of a change and if if it goes Oh, that's the first I've heard of this. Now, admittedly, yeah. I don't follow the Panther football. Maybe it's like I should, but you can't do everything, right? It's stale. You know, uh-huh. 18 years he's been there, and uh-huh. they've had good successes, but mm-hmm. not great successes. 
compared to what you and I football once was. Mm, interesting. Uh, the, the, the way it ended for Dr. Tom just crept into my oh, head. Oh, yeah. As far as getting stale. And then at the end, boy, oh, boy, we'd love to have him back type of thing. Mm-hmm. We'll see how that plays out. Gary Ryman coming up at, uh, at 12, uh, 1245, so in about 35 minutes from right now. All right, let's go back to last night uh, because it was baseball night. Tonight is baseball night for you and I. It's yep. the, you know, we uh, well, there's no football, so we, <laughs> baseball gets our undivided attention in Wrigley Field. I uh, got my undivided attention last night. You know, it was a three nothing baseball game. The third run was uh, was scored late. Now, what a at bat by Caratini, by the way. By the way, um, it was a fun game, Trent. It yeah. really was. And I got to credit where credit's due to a couple of guys, a couple of guys that really were the focus of a lot of angst amongst Cubs fans. And I'm going back last year to Justin Wilson, who when he came up from Detroit was an unmitigated disaster. Yes. And there were very low expectations for him this year. Trent, he has been an absolute bright spot. We have talked about him many times throughout the months of May, June, July, as we realized that this kid looks like a different pitcher. And the spot that he got out of last night, runners on first, on second, and on third, and uh, got the strikeout, that was massive. Bases loaded, two outs. He mm-hmm. raised the elevation, gets a strikeout. It was a great moment and a uh, really good crowd. It was it was an entertaining game. You know what? It seemed like I know it's the second weekend in September, but this, this one does have kind of a, I don't want to say a playoff feel, but it doesn't feel like, what would it have been? Game 140, whatever, of yeah. 162, right? It felt different last night, and I hope tonight does too. Yeah, and this is another big one for the Cubs tonight. Uh-huh. I think it's incredibly important to stretch that lead out, get to three games, and get yourself not just the breathing room going forward, but if it gets to that final week and, you know what, let's give Lester a rest. Let's go and give Carl Edwards a rest, please. Just a, d- a bunch of different routes that you can go there. I think it's certainly any team would want to have that, but I think it's important for this team going forward. And uh, how about the play by uh, Russell at short? Oh, my God. And how about the look on <laughs> Bodie's face when he looked back? at the, Have you seen that? I, I didn't know. Oh, you got to find it. It's, it's everywhere. Okay. He's just in disbelief. He, he sees Russell go down on the ground and throw the ball. And I think before the ball was in Rizzo's mitt, Bodie looked back at his dugout and opened his mouth like in disbelief. Um, and it was all over Twitter. No, it was terrific. What a play by Addison Russell, who, you know, by by most people's opinions uh, that are close to the program, that follow the team, think that he's the odd man out. As, as soon as next year, Addison Russell will not be uh, getting his mails, particularly on the north side of Chicago. Who knows what the White Sox have in plans, but uh, he might be, you know, the, the one um, linchpin of this Cubs kind of run here that might be uh, – uh, playing for a new team. Well, with that, what do you get for Addison Russell, though? Um, two years ago, when you should have yes. sold him high, when he was yeah. driving in, what did he drive in, 90-something? Right. Um, and then, you know, set it to cap. The trouble, the off-the-field trouble he had last year, and I'm not sure, with I think the charges were dropped. I'm, I'm uncertain how it uh, played out. Mm-hmm. But remember, he was suspended for the team for a little while while they investigated the uh, domestic abuse. Right. I don't think he's married, right? It's the mother of his child. It sounds right. I don't think. Anyways, it seems like you know he hasn't been the same guy since then. Yeah. I don't think he's ostracized in the clubhouse by any means, no. but he just, um, he just, 
he he wasn't able to build on that championship season and those numbers while they were going to be almost impossible to duplicate. I mean, he hasn't even come close. But last night, my God, what a play. Well, and he's uh, a lot, at least to me, like uh, another young guy that was a star early right away, Starling Castro. Mm. He's turned into be a nice, productive yeah, absolutely. leader. But, but boy, he's bounced around, hasn't he? Has, he has. Yeah, Yankees, down to Miami. Oof. He's a nice major leaguer. Uh-huh. But that's it. And I think that's Addison Russell, a nice major leaguer. Well, do you remember when Starling Castro was the all-star yes. representative for them? Not yes. that many years ago. No, no. They sent one guy to the all-star game with Starling Castro. How about back to Quintana? And and I was right there with Cubs fans. Remember when I was posing the question, if Quintana doesn't turn this around, mm-hmm. could Montgomery be the number 4 starter in right, the playoffs? Right. And it didn't look like a crazy theory that I was throwing out there. This is what he's done now over his last five starts. Last night... Gives up no runs, seven strikeouts in six and two-thirds. Six and two-thirds before that gives up two, strikes out five. Six, seven strikeouts, one earned run. Five and two, five and four. He's been good, mm-hmm. really good now, mm-hmm. and we're, we're talking about going back a month yep. that he's been. And got out of jams did. last night. Yep. You know, he got it out of the second and Fourth inning, yep. Fourth inning when he was pitching out of the stretch. He was able to work his way out of that jams. Um, strikeout to end the inning. Uh, yeah, you're right. It's uh, he was he was just cruising along, and then got himself in a little bit of trouble. And early in the season, he doesn't get out of that trouble. He got out of that trouble now, so they're good to go. Yeah, well, win it tonight. Win it tonight and pull three games in front of your rival, the Milwaukee Brewers. Why does um? Do you like Craig Council as a manager? I do. He's, he's okay, right? Yeah, yeah, he's fine. He's a scrappy player. Probably yeah, yeah. got more out of his talents than he should have. One of those kind of guys that. Uh, you could see him moving into the manager spot and mm-hmm. seat, and he's done. I think he's done a nice job for a guy that had zero experience. What do you uh, think of Chassin last night for the Brewers? Um, well, look, it, you've got runners on second and third, and, and turning around to, for the pickoff play at second base. I mean, come on, what are you thinking? I'm right. You know, gifted them a one nothing lead, and then was it uh, who the drawn in infield? Who hit the ball over his head? Was it Caratini? Or I know he got the second. No, that, that was the. That was the. That was the third run of yes. the game. But what, whoever it was, um, Hap? It was a left-handed batter. No, I don't it was Caratini. He had both of them. He had both of them. Yeah, I thought yeah, he yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, went off the, uh, it went off um, Shope's glove uh, as he was, you know, the infield was drawn in. Council put the, inf- uh, drew the infield in. Um, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. He was all right. Yeah, because I'm, I'm wondering who gets the ball for the Brewers in game one. Or mm. the wild card game against the Cardinals, or mm. whoever it may yeah, be. That's where it's look. Well, it depends on tonight. But I mean, Chase Anderson has been. Is he tonight? Chase Anderson pitched tonight. I think it's Chase Anderson versus Hendricks. Let me look. I want to know this. It is. Yeah, it yeah. is. That's what I thought. Shasim Hendricks. They got Gio Gonzalez now. Yeah, he's like taking sand to the beach. Junior Guerrero. Guerrero's in the bullpen now. Yeah, that's right. I, it just. It's not scary by any means. Uh-uh. What they now get into the get to that bullpen, it gets a little scary. Yeah, and that, like I said yesterday, get us four. All right, get, get us four. We're good. Yeah, we'll figure it out from there. That's yeah. all we need. And maybe Gio's that guy because Gio Gonzalez throws a ton of pitches. He does. But it, but if he knows, I'm going through the order twice. That's it. Mm-hmm. Stop mm-hmm. screwing around. You can. He'll probably still throw 110 pitches to get through four innings. Boy, I hate watching Gio Gonzalez pitch. He's so slow. <laughs> yeah. So methodical. It takes so many pitches to get through uh-huh. things. But if that's the game plan going in, do your thing. We don't need six out of you. We need four. Yeah. Go through that lineup twice, and we'll figure it out from there. 
Maybe Gio is the guy in game. In, in Perhaps. Game. Could be. Well, the bullpen is solid. What would you think? Eric Cooper, Des Moines native, Iowa State grad. He had the plate last night. I thought he called a good game. Yeah. I thought he was fine. good. I mean, he, he didn't fine. see too much barking back no. at Coop last night. Uh, the only one that kind of uh, uh, Aguilera when uh, when he got called oh, out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and that was the fourth inning. I there, think he was the final out. He was. Yeah, he was. The, Aguilar, uh, yeah. the strikeout. I can't remember who it was where their foul through for the Cubs Came through and hit the catcher's mitt. It was um, 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 uh, Listella. Listella. You know, Tommy yes. Listella. And he looked back and he was like, yeah. yeah. He didn't run to first. Because they, they cut to Madden. He was barking a little bit, but then he must have realized. But you Listella saw the replay. Yeah, it wasn't close. I didn't think he got it. What's Listella beefing about? Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. I, and that's a tough play for the home plate umpire to yes. begin with. I mean, right? you're, you're listening. You, you're not seeing Precisely. That. You're listening. Precisely. That's another thing about umpires. Just. How difficult that job mm. is mm-hmm. for those aspects, and to make it in a split second decision. Yeah, it's a tough gig. I miss Tim McClellan's work, and because we were so fortunate over the years that we could call up, yeah, Des Moines ump, <laughs> and he'd willingly come on and do a hit, and um, you know, talk baseball with you. I wish he was still involved. Selfishly, I'm glad that he's spending retirement with his family, and I hope things are going well for Tim, etc. All right, real quick, let's do a quick cut on Iowa State, Oklahoma this uh, this coming week. Press conferences were yesterday. Um, you know, they are talking the right way about this offensive line. They're mm-hmm. trying to build up the confidence in us offensive line. It's pretty clear that Kyle Kemp is not going to play yes. this week. Uh, one of the uh, one of the cyclones. I don't remember. Was it Chase Allen? Maybe that actually said he came out and maybe kind of let the cat out of the bag that Zeb Nolan is going to start. If it wasn't Chase Allen, I apologize to you for outing a teammate <laughs> or a game plan. Um, but how does the offensive line, Trent? Is it, is they're mixing and matching? They want to move Julian Good Jones outside, put Newell back in at center. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Sean Foster. They move him to the to the right tackle position. Maybe he's better over there at this point. Meeker and him can fight it out for that spot. I just don't know. Can it improve leaps and bounds as it seemingly has to do for this team? To be able to, you know, match offensively what we think that this defense is capable of doing? Well, I think a big part of it, and we saw more chipping as the game went on from the tight ends or for running back, whatever it is, is you're gonna have to do that. And Chase Allen, you're not part of the game plan this week offensively. You're staying in and helping mm-hmm. out. Because Matt Campbell talked about just how good the guards and the interior of the offensive line was against Iowa. It was what happened outside. So help them out. And I don't know if you want to mess with that. If your interior is playing that well, and Good Jones is the guy. Although Matt Nelson beat him like a rented mule. He did. He did. But do you you shift that out? Colin Newell now working. Look, Oklahoma looks better than they were a year ago, but they also look – Florida Atlantic had scored points at the end of last year. Still is a different team. Mm-hmm. And Their defense it? is better, Oklahoma is. Is it? I are, think are it we, is. Are we positive? I think, I, think we'll, I think we will say that their defense is better. Yes, I do. But I that do. doesn't make it good. Because it was well, no, I'm not saying they're Clemson. I'm not saying they're Iowa. Yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying they're Iowa State good because I think Iowa State will have the best defense on the field. But what we're used to in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. and if it, look at they've always had playmakers. Oh yeah, they got they they've got guys uh, guys dotting NFL rosters on the defensive side of the ball, a bunch of them. I think Oklahoma. I think there's a chance here. I really do. I I like I like Iowa State's chances to at least. Be in the game, middle of the it's third quarter. It's a lot quarter. of points, isn't it? It's a lot of points. Do you see Real Mitchell if indeed it is yeah. Zeb yes. Nolan? I, I think that's something that you're also working on this uh-huh. week. You don't want to throw Brock Purdy. Well, you're throwing Real Mitchell out there. Mm-hmm. I don't. 
At least Mitchell was here in the spring. Yes. Purdy was not. If there had been a package that they had been working on, this is the time, I think, to implement it. Uh-huh. Put it in there. Figure out what you can do. It's going to look different than what you saw with Landing last mm-hmm. year. We were talking about a 240-pound right. fullback yeah. compared to a 180-pound fast guy. So uh-huh. it is going to look different. But if that package is in there, break it out this week. Yeah. I think what about the kid from Waterloo, Moore? The quarter, Devin Moore? Coming off the ACL yeah. injury. Haven't heard a lot about him. Outside of Mike and Waterloo. No, yeah, not a whole we lot. We don't get Mike and Waterloo anymore. No, no. Uh, we will come back with Cappy. We get him. He's got, uh, brought to us by our friends at heartlandflags.com. We uh, appreciate their support again. Uh, any sport, any flag, not just sports flags, any flag, decorative flags, Check them out, heartlandflags.com, or you can actually visit the the store. It's located on Southwest 9th Street in Des Moines, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines. Free shipping all over the country, heartlandflags.com. We will talk to Cappy next. Trent and I until 2, Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. High school football each and every Friday night right here on your home for high school sports. 1700 KBGG. Friday night, starting at 7 o'clock. Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charterhouse Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. The ARL Second Chance Ranch is a safe haven for horses rescued from abuse, neglect, and abandonment. It is also a temporary home for other barn animals waiting for new, loving families. Join us at the main event on October 12th as we celebrate all the barn animals that are currently in our care and all those that have found new homes. Dance along to live music while enjoying dinner among the horses at the ARL's barn and arena. Get your tickets at arl-iowa.org slash main event. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? 
Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Walk, run, or wag your way to Terra Park in Johnston on September 22nd for the ARL's Iowa Dog Jog, presented by Anderson Animal Hospital. The 4K and 2K course winds around the scenic Terra Lake, and afterward, you and your pup can unleash in the pop-up dog parks and visit with local vendors. It's basically a big dog party. Sign up as an individual or as a team to fundraise for the homeless pets at the ARL. Register today at iowadogjog.com. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. Build your business. At Sinorama of Ribbondale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Ribbondale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia Urbandale. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent and I until 2. Gary Rima on UNI Iowa coming up in about oh, 15 minutes or so. Right now, he's David Kaplan. Uh, he joins us from Chicago, of course. He's brought to us by our friends at heartlandflags.com. Cappy, Trent, and Ken, how are you, Cap? What's up, boys? Just walking the streets of Chicago on an absolutely gorgeous day and talking to you, so it's a good day. It absolutely is. I love Chicago. I'm envious of you, Cap. Well, you know what? Uh, Boy, the north side, Wrigley Field, was a fun place to be last night. Now, did it feel different, Cap? It did. You know, just the fact that Milwaukee took game one of that series and it seemed like such a big spot and Quintana, although he'd been good, couldn't you trust Quintana in a big spot to, you know, to prevent the Brewers from essentially tying at the top of that division? Did it feel different last night as a September game, kind of with a little bit of a playoff feel? It absolutely felt 
like a bigger game. No question about it. You know, you're one game up, you know, potentially, you know, seeing this whole thing struggle if you lose. I mean, you're like, wait, 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 wait a minute. What's going on here? And so to go out last night and have Quintana be elite, and he was, and to find a way to win and your defense was really good, those are things you question. You only got three hits, and I know it was their best pitcher going from Milwaukee and Joe Lee's to seen, but still, you only get three hits, two by Victor Caratini. Too much firepower in this team. That's got to get fixed. Quintana's been outstanding now for five starts and uh, took it to another level with what he did last night. Your thoughts on Jose Quintana and, and what he can be? I, I know you weren't the uh, the biggest proponent of him early on. Are you liking what you're seeing right now? Look, I wasn't the biggest supporter of him because I didn't think they made a good trade. I understood that the contract, was what also helped to drive the price when you're going to get a guy at a very, very manageable number mm-hmm. that you're able to spend on other things, whether that's you, Darvish, Tyler Chatwood, taking on the money for Daniel Murphy, you know, trading for Cole Hamels and his money. It all plays into it. So I get it totally. But I just thought, okay, the price you paid is the contract doesn't pitch. You don't throw the contract <laughs> right. out on the mound and <laughs> yeah. go, yeah. Hey, that contract's elite. <laughs> Nobody cares. Did you get guys out or not? And when you pay the price that they paid, and then you look at it and you go, wow, they're not getting Mercedes-level performance here. They paid for, wow, what a sweet ride. Look at me pull up to the country club in this beautiful car, and everyone's like, wow, that guy's doing well. You didn't get that. Yeah, he's okay. Mm-hmm. All right. But last five games, ERA in the ones, whip. Under one, yeah, he's been really good the last five. Uh, Justin Wilson's been a guy that Cubs fans love to hate, particularly last year, Cap. I mean, uh, when they brought him over to Detroit, it did not go well. He's had, I think, a really good season. And that spot that he got Quintana out of last night, bases loaded, comes in, a uh, three-pitch strikeout, that was massive. He quietly, maybe not quietly, maybe people are realizing uh, just kind of what the year that he's put together, a bounce-back year, no doubt. Yeah, we had this debate on my radio show the other day, and one of my producers said, oh, that was a failed trade. The Cubs lost that trade. I said, hold on a minute. You've got a high-leverage reliever who's had a really good year. No, he wasn't good last year, and he'd be the first to admit that to you. But you gave up a prospect to Jamer Candelaria, who was hitting like 230 now. And he was blocked. Had a little pop in his bat, but he was blocked. He was never going to play. Never. So you gave him up and another prospect, though I couldn't even tell you his name, and you got back a catcher that you desperately needed last year when Contreras got hurt. He pulled the hamstring against the Giants. And then you got this reliever that you controlled for last year and this year. And I would bet they'd probably bring him back. Mm-hmm. He might be their best option right now to close. Mm-hmm. Might be. But certainly last night, good morning, good afternoon, a good night. And the thing that he did, I was so excited to see. You go back and look at and He's been really good the last six weeks. You go back and look where he's had mistake, uh, problems. He's made mistakes. He's facing whoever. He throws fastball, strike one. Fastball, strike two. And then all of a sudden, he ends up throwing like a slider or a curveball. And I'm like, wait a minute. He's throwing 97 miles an hour. The guy just missed two fastballs. You're going to get beat with something that isn't your best pitch? He went fastball, 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 and ended up 
boom, 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 see you later, sit down. I mean, if they, what if he, they rope one in the gap there and mm-hmm. score three runs mm-hmm. and they end up winning that game? That would have been a devastating loss. Cap, uh, as you look two and a half weeks left of the regular season, who's the team that concerns you most facing in the playoffs, in, in the American League, America, or National League, excuse me, take, take the L out of it if they get to the World Series. What's the team that you look at and think would be the toughest matchup for the Cubs? Oof, in the National League, um, I would probably tell you the Milwaukee Brewers. Mm-hmm. I would, I too. the yeah, Brewers we said. really battle the Cubs well. I think they're really well-managed team. They've got a lot of thunder in that lineup. So, yeah, I would tell you the Milwaukee Brewers. Um, I used to be big on the Diamondbacks, and for whatever reason, they've really struggled, and I don't understand why they're struggling to the degree they are. You know, I watched some of their game the other night, and I turned it off. It was 13-2. to two. I get this crush in a game against the Colorado Rockies where you're playing for your yep. playoff life. So, yeah, that one surprised me. The Dodgers are up and down. Kenley Jansen's had an unfortunate issue with his heart. So, yeah, as I look at the whole thing, I'd probably tell you the Brewers. I'm with you, Cap. Uh, speaking of devastating loss, and you know where I'm going, uh, Lambeau Field this past Sunday night. Um, hey, the Bears lost that game. I turned it off. <laughs> you they turned it off. Yeah, it was it was over. Right, it was boring. Um, where'd that one rank, Cap? As far as the uh, you know the knife being stuck in and twisted in that rivalry, Aaron Rodgers did it again. Yeah, that was a gut punch, no question about it. Look. Mitchell was really good the first quarter. I was looking at it going, wow, you talk about a coach and a quarterback on the same page. This is awesome. We haven't seen this in Chicago. And then when Aaron came back, I still thought, no, we're going to be okay. But the defense, I thought, ran out of steam. They, They were getting the ball out quicker. They were shortening his drops. They were protecting him better. And then, you know, Khalil Mack's not in football shape yet. And you got a lot of guys, I think, got winded. And then I thought with the ball, the Jordan Howard run for, I want to say it was 14 or 15 or 16 yards, and it comes up third, and the screen said third and one, but it was third and two. And they decide to throw. Yeah. He has a wheel route open if you watch the play again. I've watched it 50 times on NFL Game Pass. Tariq Cohen's being guarded by a defensive lineman down the field. He's got him wide open. Just throw the ball, let him run under it. He's got a touchdown, and the ball game's over. But he chose not to. He checked down to Anthony Miller, who was behind the line of scrimmage. And so that was a bad decision by Mitch. But I wanted Nagy on third two, run the football. Jordan Howard's averaging five yards a carry. He's been really good that night. So run the ball, and then on fourth down, run it again. And if you don't make it, and you pass up the field goal, and Aaron Rodgers goes down and beats you, okay, I'm all right with that. Instead of yeah, we're going to take the three points, go up by six, and I know this guy has it in and just go down the field, and you could feel that vibe, that craziness, that it factor. And, of course, Aaron goes down the field. Mm -hmm. Lukey missed tackle. He's gone 75 yards. Touchdown, Bears lose. So I did not want the field goal at any point. Mm. Cap, uh, last thing for you, and back to the Cubs just uh, real quick. What's the uh, timetable for Jason Hayward? I know that you know there, there was a little progress last night, but is, is there a chance he's done for the year with the hamstring cap? What can you tell us about the right fielder? Uh, I can't tell you whether that's accurate or not. I'm going there. As soon as I hang up with you guys, I'm grabbing lunch and going to the ballpark because I'm up there tonight. 
and so I'll find out more about Jason, but I will see if uh, there's any kind of update. What we're being told is they're counting on him coming back. That's the last thing we were told. Mm. Cap, great stuff. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, David Kaplan. I always look forward to it. Thank you, pal. Good to talk to you. We do, too. David Kaplan, uh, ESPN 1000, NBC Sports Chicago, soon to be the... Well, he won't say this, but once the Cubs uh, uh, launch their own television network, he will be. Well, the Cubs will be the face. Yep, he'll be. What would you call him? The lead broadcaster. The lead broadcaster. Yeah, he's the Rich Eisen for NFL Network, the Dave Revson for the BTN. Pied Piper of Cubs television. Yes. Copy. He'll be at the forefront. Indeed he will, and, and rightly so. Uh, Heartland Flags, appreciate their support uh, making it possible for us to speak with Cappy on a weekly basis. That sports flag getting a little tattered. Uh, maybe time to change it up or you found a new team, you've given up on one, and you're, and you're switching allegiances. I don't want to hear that, but I guess it's okay. Um, heartlandflags.com. Fly that new team's flag proudly. Check them out online, heartlandflags.com, free shipping. Gary Rima is coming up. We will get the Northern Iowa perspective from Gary as to uh, they get set to invade Kinnick Stadium again. The Panthers play here year-round football and men's basketball. Basketball-wise, just real quick. Yeah. Because they're with, uh, within a month now, right, of practice starting almost. Mm-hmm. Kind of, do you have you seen any forecast for you and I basketball this year? Uh probably middle of the pack. Middle of the pack. Yeah, f- fourth right in that range. Now Illinois State had their best player, who might be player of the year in the MVC, suspended indefinitely today. Oh, for what? Uh didn't read what it was. Just saw on Twitter that he was suspended indefinitely. Loyola returns three starters back, mm-hmm. and I, I think what five of their top eight, something mm-hmm. like that. So they'll be the preseason favorite. But AJ Green, top one hundred player, you Looking and I doesn't forward get to those. seeing him, Trent. It's gonna be. Uh, very guard heavy. Need some help inside, but overall, it's going to be a fun team to watch. We will talk to the voice of the UNI Panthers, Gary Ryman, next. Bill Bender in the 1 o'clock hour. He writes for Sporting News, covers college football. He's the college football uh, columnist. Uh, we'll talk to Bill. John Miller, HawkeyeNation.com. We'll be here at about one thirty. Trent and I are here until 2. We're glad you're with us. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. On Saturday, September 29th, NAMI, the National Alliance on Mental Illness of Iowa, will be holding its 12th annual walk. Proceeds from this event will support NAMI's education programs. It will also support services for individuals living with mental health conditions and their loved ones. The walk will be held at Terra Lake Park in Johnston. Check-in begins at 8.30 a.m. The walk will begin at 10 a.m. Walkers can choose between a 5-kilometer or a one-kilometer route. To register or to learn more, visit namiwalks.org forward slash Iowa. Attention drivers with Class A CDL. Are you looking for a solid career that offers great benefits with the time at home you desire? 
How about earning $70,000 a year plus starting from year one? If this sounds good, come join our growing team at ADM. We offer a complete benefits package including 401k, health, life, dental, and vision. And we even offer a pension plan. With ADM, you'll get paid vacation, personal days, and holidays. Oh, and don't forget, $70,000 a year to start. Drivers must possess a Class A CDL with hazmat tanker and passport or be able to obtain a passport within the first 60 days of employment. Don't wait. Call ADM today at 515-265-8437. That's 515-265-8437 or visit us at ADM.com forward slash careers. ADM requires successful completion of a pre-employment drug screening and background check. ADM is an equal opportunity employer for minorities, females, protected veterans, and individuals with a disability. Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts. Instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 3030 100 Street in Urbandale and online at championsrecoveryroom.com. 1 in 8. One in eight women will be diagnosed with breast cancer in her lifetime. At Komen, we think this is unacceptable. We know that this statistic represents our mothers, sisters, aunts, and friends who have to face this awful disease, and we do not intend to sit back and do nothing about it. Every step, every dollar, every voice matters. Join us for the Susan G. Komen Des Moines Race for the Cure on October 27th and help us fund national research and provide life-saving breast health services to women in our community. Get registered today at komengreateriowa.org backslash DM race. See you at the start line. A garage door is the largest moving part in your entire house. So it's important to keep it working smoothly, especially as winter approaches. At Advanced Door Systems, we service all garage door brands, even if you do not purchase the door from us. Visit our website, ads-doors.com. That's ads-doors.com to learn more about us and the garage door and opener services we offer. Advanced Door Systems, the right door, the right way. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. And at the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at MRExecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with the print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. 
Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at completeautoraps.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Welcome back, Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Won't back down. Why did you play that song, Trent Connor? Did you have any? Is there, there, a, there was no theory uh, behind okay. it or anything like that. The uh, UNI Panthers won't back that's down. That's where weekend. I was going. Ah. The voice of the Panthers is Gary Rima. He joins us. Panthers, Hawkeyes, you can hear the Panthers broadcast only here in Central Iowa, 1700 KBGG, the home of Panther football and men's basketball, and the voice of which joins us right now. Gary, Trenton, Ken, how are you? I'm doing good, and, and you're right. We're, we're not going to back down. We're, we're going to show up. We're going to give it our best shot on Saturday night. No no backing down now. No backing out. We'll be there. Absolutely. Big Ten Network has it uh, television-wise. You know, I want to go back to Montana. Um, just, um, you know, really a tale of two halves, right? You, you got down early, came back with a new quarterback, and uh, put up some points and made that a very close game in the end, Gary. So uh, just a yep. slow start, or was it, the, was it Howell, the quarterback, that, you know, injected new life into that offense? It was a tale of two halves, and the thing is, Ken, it was a tale of two halves on both sides of the football for you and I. I know, I know Colton Howell's play and the offense getting a lot of accolades on what they did in the second half with the 23 points, but let's not forget the, the Panther defense shut, shut Montana out. Yep. out in the second half, and, and plus the, the Panther defense did not perform well in the first half. I mean, the 26 points we gave up, uh, was costly. If, if the defense would have played up to to their abilities in the first half, you know, if you're down 14 to nothing at half, it's a whole different ball game. So uh, it's it's not just how well the offense played in the second half and the struggles that it had in the first half. You can say the same thing about the Panther defense. One of the concerns going into that game, and I, I thought it played out, um, was that that Montana had a much better idea of what you and I was going to do, not only offensively, but defensively, because, I mean, let's face it, it's Farley's 18th year, a lot of the same players back on both sides of the football with Dunn at quarterback and Y. Miller at running back, and, and they had a pretty good idea, I think, the defense that you and I would, would run, where the Panthers did not have that, as, as Montana now led by Bobby Houck, who was there from 03 to 09, but you know, he comes in and is going to do things a lot different than Coach Stiff did a year ago or two years ago when we played him in the Unidome. So I, I felt that was a big disadvantage for us, along with having to play at their place. And it played out where they jump out to the 26 to nothing lead. We get things settled down at halftime, make a few adjustments, and turn it into a, a ball game. So uh, but definitely a, a tale of two halves. You know, Gary, listening to Mark Farley earlier in this week, uh, talking to some big people back in Cedar Falls, it, it don't seem like there's the same kind of bravado that we've seen the last few times that the Panthers have come in, snake in the grass, laying in the weeds, or is this very concerning for you and I in the matchup against the Hawks this week? Well, I, I've been saying it all week that I, I just I think this is one of the toughest FBS matchups that we've gone into uh, in a long, long time. I, I, 
I guys, I, a few years ago when we went into Wisconsin, I felt confident we were going to mm-hmm. go in there and just give them a heck of a ball and game, you did. and we did. Yep. And and same thing when we go to Iowa State or when we went out to BYU, we we felt, you know what, this is going to be a game. I, I think I was defense. Part of it is it's not the season opening game, and you you know when you go into that season opener, you're going in. Just so optimistic and excited, you're thinking, you know what, we're going to find a way. It's first game. We'll have a great plan. But with some of the the concerns with the UNI offenses, you know who who's going to be the starting quarterback, and and you know what what UNI offense is going to show up, and if our defense, you know, had its struggles against Montana in that first half, what are we going to do against against Iowa? So I just it feels like it's a much bigger mountain to climb this time around. But I'm telling you guys, uh, Coach Farley, I, I've seen him like this before, where he's he's just kind of low-key in it, kind of somber, just not tipping his hand at all. And, and along those lines, he's doing that with the quarterback position. Even at practice this week, if you went and watched practice, you would not be able to tell who a starting quarterback is going to be. But I'm telling you, behind closed doors, they're, they're coming up with a plan that they think will give this cha- this team, if not to pull off the big upset, at least to be there, be in it, and and see what happens in the fourth quarter. But it, just as good as the Iowa defense looks, uh, it's it's a huge concern. On, are we going to be able to move the football at all? If David Montgomery, you know, if he can't rush for a bunch of positive yards against Iowa, how are we going to do it? And, and if you know, if, if they're going to struggle throwing the football and and give up sacks and tackles for a loss, you know, how's our offense going to hold up? I think there's a big concern there. And then, can our defense can our defense hold up uh, against what I think I was going to try and do, and that's just just really get a great ground game going, run the football, and if they're able to run the football and methodically march it downfield. Their play-action pass stuff is going to be really tough to stop. If you can't stop their running game, guys, it's really hard to get a pass rush on their quarterback when they do want to throw. And I, I think Stanley wants a breakout game. And so I, I, there, there's, it just seems like there's so many big question marks going into this particular matchup that it, it is cause for concern, I think, on the Panther side of it. You know, he didn't run the ball particularly well against Montana, but I want to localize a little bit because Trevor Allen was such a great player uh, when he was at Waukee, and he's now a junior there. I think he led the team in rushing against Montana. Um, is, yeah. is he? Have you seen the progression as his career has gone on? Uh, what, kind, what kind of expectations for Allen this year in his junior year? Well, there's no doubt he's one of our top two running backs, and, and as well as he played at Montana, Ken, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if he was out there on the, the initial series. I mean, I, there's question on who Coach Farley and the staff is going to run out to take the first snap at quarterback, and I think there's a question mark on who will be the running back that will go out there on the, the opening offensive possession. But with that said, those guys are both going to play. Marcus Miller is going to get some carries. Trevor Allen's going to get some carries. It's been interesting for Trevor because he came in as a, as a highly touted running back, but uh, was down on the depth chart his first mm-hmm. couple of years and was playing even some slot receiver more than he was running back. But I, I tell you what, I love the way he ran the football at Montana. You talk about a guy that was fighting not only for every yard, but just every inch. I mean, he just 
he just kept the legs going and and he he actually ran the football uh, much better than Marcus Weinmiller, and and that's saying a lot because I think Marcus is is really tough, really good. So um, it, I, I think that was one one uh, bit of shining deal that came out of that game at Montana is that we we do feel like now the Panthers have two guys that can can get it done running the football with with both Trevor Allen and Marcus Weinmiller, and we we need to we need a couple of good running backs if if we're going to get this through this grind of a schedule that, that we're going to be playing again this year. Gary, we all remember 2009, two opportunities to kick a field goal to win it, and both of them were blocked. If it happens, yeah. uh, just a minute left here with you, Gary, who gets that kick? I know there's a kicker battle going on right now. Well, it's Austin Ertham right now, and, and he's evidently won the battle. He did all the kicking at Montana. Okay. But I do think, I, guys, I think it would have to do with with the distance, I, I think if it, if it's a long field goal try, if it's if it's forty five plus, I think it's definitely Earthum. But Austin's kicks do have a little lower trajectory than what Sam Drysdale does. And if it's if it's a forty yarder on in, I wouldn't be surprised if if they don't trot Drysdale out there. More accurate kicker gets it up higher. And the last thing Coach Farley wants to do is relive that nightmare of 2009 <laughs> yes. where our kicker doesn't get it up high enough to get it over the, the, the defense blocking it. So, But, uh, it, guys, just hoping for a good game, hope, hoping the Panthers put up a great fight, which I know they will. And, and uh, you never know. You just, you just never know. The last three meetings have been decided by 11 points or less. I'd like to think we can be in it in the fourth quarter, and then, and then we'll see what happens. 5.30 pregame, Gar. 5.30 pregame, 6.30 kickoff, and you guys are our uh, voice and home of the Panthers in the, the Capital City area, and we really appreciate you guys carrying Panther football and men's basketball all season long. Thank you, Gary. We'll talk to you uh, all seasons long. Thank you, Gary. Appreciate you coming on. Yep, my pleasure, Ken and TC. Thank you. Good to talk to you, Gary Reimer, voice of the UNI Panthers. So a running back battle still, mm-hmm. a quarterback, a kicking battle perhaps. You've got to recognize, like you just printed me out a depth chart. Yeah. we got 20 seconds left, but you got to call a ton of these kids yes. high school football games, it's, right? It's great to see a lot of the names and, oh, yeah, I remember him. He was mm-hmm. a really nice player, littered. You look at the offensive mm-hmm. line. Four of the five are Iowa kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, you remember Duncan Furch? Oh, absolutely. What a player he was. Big-time player. My favorite player maybe uh, of the group, the defensive tackle, Ezekiel Applegate. Applegate, yeah. He made plays all over the field, and, and he was a guy I was shocked. A, F, a BS program right. didn't offer him. He's a playmaker. We will come back with the 1 o'clock hour. we still got another hour to go. Hope you can join us for it. If you can't, you can always re-listen to it or listen to it for the first time. KenMillerShow.com. Click the podcast link. Trent and I until 2. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. Sunday night, Monday night, and Thursday night football from Westwood One. Only on 1700 KBGG. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Cap is back. 
Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9, Des Moines. Oh, bud, I heard these guys live once. How was it? It was way more like this! This is awesome! Give them a concert experience they'll never forget. And save on the ticket. Buy two boxes of participating Big G cereals, like Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Honey Nut Cheerios, or Lucky Charms, for a $10 Ticketmaster ticket cash code. Hey, how about tickets to the game Sunday? Seriously? Must be 13 years or older. Redeem Impact Code by 1027-18. Exclusions apply. Visit Ticketmaster.com slash General Mills Cereal for full terms and conditions. Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts. Instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 3030 100 Street in Urbandale and online at championsrecoveryroom.com. I'm so happy. Football's back. Fire up the grill and crack open a cold one because it's time to celebrate with an approved by Joe tailgate. Hey, Joe Clemens here from Capital City Motor Company. This month, bring me your old car and score the nicer, newer ride you've been fantasizing about for just $10 down. Sack your old car and start driving a nicer, newer car of your dreams. Has the ref thrown a flag on your past credit problems? My one and only for the people credit approval process is the game changer you've been waiting for. We huddle up with the banks and lenders and call the audibles to get you approved and back in the game. Guaranteed. Stop driving a car you hate and pump it and drive home a nicer newer car today for just 10 bucks down i'm throwing a hail mary to make my month and i need your help trade in your old car and drive for just 10 bucks down this is for a limited time so get in here and score before the clock runs out i'm joe clemens and i'm your dealer for the people come see us at capital city motor company in des moines on east university one block off i-235 on the state fair side call 265-1467 or online at approvedbyjoe.com approvedbyjoe.com www.approvedbyjoe.com Suicide prevention starts with everyday heroes like you. Join us on Sunday, September the 16th at DMACC campus in Ankeny as we walk to fight suicide and raise awareness about mental health. Be a part of a movement turning hope into action and create a culture that's smart about mental health. Funds raised at the walks will benefit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. You can find